Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. going on, everybody? Welcome to the Inside Acting Radio Show. My name is William Powell, otherwise known as Mr. Ubiquitous, otherwise known as the man who needs no introduction, otherwise known as the king of DC media. Welcome to the show. Tonight, my guest is Gianni Russo, who portrayed Carlo Rizzi in The Godfather. He played Don Corleone's double-crossing son-in-law. Gianni has uh, played in over 40 movies, which collectively have produced seven Oscars. Gianni is also a singer, having produced the albums Gianni Russo Live at Feinstein's and Gianni Russo Reflections, both available at his webpage, www.giannirusso.com. And he's calling in live tonight from the T-Bar Soho House in New York City, so let me bring him on in. Salve, Johnny. How are you, son? Everything good? Yeah, everything's fantastic. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, you'll be happy to know I'm here at T-Bar Soho with about 80 young aspiring actors and actresses. So I thought it was very apropos we do the show from here. Oh, fantastic. Grazie, grazie. Okay, so I hear that you've got an Oscar-themed show coming up. Uh, tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, well, I'm, I'm performing it tomorrow night, and it's in conjunction 
with the Oscars next week. And uh, basically the whole show, and we've been sold out. We've been out in the Cirque now for three years. And um, sold audiences. But I thought to do this a week before the Oscars, and I have to correct you on a couple of things. I've been in 45 films, and the okay. films have won 10 Oscars. 10 Oscars. Oh, okay. Not that that means anything, but it's, it's, it's a, a good statistic. And I hope any of the young actors and actresses listening, it inspires you. It, uh, because I, I have a group in front of me now that have no credits. There's some have big credits. But, you know, it, it's such a um, convoluted group today because of the media, as you know, that the reality is not true. And I want them to study and be inspired and believe in their dreams, as I did when I made my debut in The Godfather. Right, right. Now, uh, speaking of The Godfather, I read somewhere that Francis Ford Coppola, he was quoted as saying the movie business is not a real business, and that's why he created his wine business. Have you found the movie business to be a real business? I've made a business out of it. I mean, okay. as you, well, you know, I've, I've been financially involved in about 16 films, and uh, I can't even tell you, just with The Godfather, what it's meant for me lucratively in 42 years. I mean, even my singing career, the whole thing is inspired because of The Godfather. Okay. I don't think I'd have my nightfall back if I wasn't Carl from The Godfather. Right. <laughs> All right. So now, uh, I was I was looking around your website. You have a, a lot of wine. I'm drinking them right now. about that? Huh? Now, the wines I represent are from my family's vineyards. Uh-huh. We have about 900 acres in Italy. And the wine I'm drinking tonight is the Montepulciano from Mabuzzo. And I'm happy to say two of my grandchildren live on that farm with my great aunt, who's 105 years old. Well, bless her heart. And we're in about 200 restaurants in New York City. So it's been a great legacy. Wow, fantastic, fantastic. So now talk a little bit about what you learned as an actor from Francis Ford Coppola. I hate to say I learned nothing from Francis Ford Coppola. Most of the stuff I learned was from Marlon Brando. Oh, okay. So Marlon, Marlon, you know, took me under his wing early on because when I first met him, he asked me who I studied with. That's what do you mean? He said, well, you studied with somebody. You're not from television. I said, no. You're not from Broadway. I know everybody on Broadway. Uh He said, who'd you study with? I said, I never studied. And in front of me with Francis Ford Coppola present, he said, you realize this guy is playing my son-in-law. 
And I never broke down the script because I was not an actor. Right. You see, this guy marries my daughter. He undermines my family. He gets my oldest son, Sonny, killed. This guy's got to be a brilliant actor. Right. So I said to him, I said, wait a minute. I think I'm getting fired here. <laughs> so I didn't know protocol on, on, on the set. So I asked Francis, I asked Francis for Coppola. I said, could you go over there a minute? Not realizing you can't dismiss a, a director, not an actor, not a new actor especially. And he just went over to the side. And I, I put my arm around Brando, which my second mistake, because it was like touching God the way they looked uh-huh. at it. Yeah. And the whole room was quiet because we were in full rehearsal. So Pacino and all the young actors were there, James Kahn and Tyler Shire and Diane Keaton, plus the greats, you know, Sterling Hayden and Richard Conti and John Morley. And I walked them to the back, and I looked them in the eye. I said, let me tell you something, okay? I know who you are, but if you think you're going to get me fired from this movie, I will suck on your heart. You understand what I'm telling you? How dare you do this to me? And he stepped back. He looked at me. He said, that was great. You could do this part. He thought I was acting. <laughs> <laughs> What a story. What a story. I read somewhere that uh, when James Conn beat you up, that you, you really got beat up. Is that true? Yeah, but I didn't know. Again, because, again, it was my first movie, and James Conn <laughs> hated me. And, this, mm. yeah, I mean, I'm an egomaniac. You've got to take him ten levels beyond. Jimmy hated the fact that I was getting so much attention. So oh. when we did the fight scene... With the garbage bell lid, he chipped my elbow. Then when I was crawling out to the fire hydrant, he kicked me in the ribs and lifted me up and broke two ribs. Wow. And then at the end of the day, I said, wow, this is a tough business. (laughs) Mm, Not supposed to be that tough. No, I know. (laughs) So at age 18, you, you took your first trip to Miami and the show business. So what kind of uh, nightclub acts did you have down there? Well, I was fortunate to be in business with a, a man who's a legend, Al Malik, and, and he opened the penthouse on the 79th Street Causeway. And uh-huh. then he opened the Forge, which is like almost 50 years ago, which is still open. And so I got an experience of all of that. And that's when Miami was Miami. Sinatra was at the Pop Blue, you know, two weeks a year. And, and the 79th Street Causeway was Dino's Den and Jimmy's. Uh-huh. And it was a great experience for a teenage kid. So, uh, you know, I, I, I was so inspired by it. And I still am. I'm here. I am now, seventy-one years old, and just keep going, man. Wow. Yeah. 
Now, speaking of your life, uh, I know that uh, there's some word on the street is Brett Ratner is making a film about your life. What's going on with that? Uh, well, I'm, I'm really pleased, not only Brett Ratner, but David O. Russell is an executive producer. Okay. And we all know his last accolades the last two years. Yeah. And George, yeah, and George Gallo wrote the screenplay, which was amazing. And he wrote, you know, for the people who don't know, he did uh, 29th Street, Midnight Run. And, uh, you know, it's it's always about timing. But I'm really after Johnny Depp, and Johnny Depp is tied up for another year now, which you're going to read about that he just signed on to play Whitey Bulger with uh, Cross Creek, the people who did the, the Black Swan. So I'm hoping after that, that next winter we'll get into this. It's been a seven-year project, but I have the yeah. patience, and I want, I want him. I had Mark Wahlberg for two years, but I, I can't believe the studios didn't think he had the, the high TVQ to support and movie TVQ to support a $75 million film. So, yeah, I think it's breaking up a little bit. Next week, can you talk up a little, little louder for me? Yeah, yeah I will. I got okay. that. Good, good. Okay. So now, uh, speaking of producing, you wrote a movie. I know you do some writing and producing. You wrote a movie called TCH. Now, what was that all yeah. about? Yeah. I, I did that. You know, I, 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 was make, I was making movies for other people, and I, yeah. wanted, to get, I wanted to dabble in it. So yeah. I, uh, PCH obviously represents Pacific Coast Highway. So I, I wrote that, and uh, I got a good cast, fortunately. I had Elliot Gould and Sybil Shepherd, and I found two young kids, one being Denise Richards. Uh-huh. And uh, we, we made a great movie, and, uh, and uh, then I went on to do another movie called For Which He Stands with Billy Forsythe, Robert Dobby. And then I was looking at the mailbox for a year, trying to get my money back, and I realized I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> oh, wow. So I only do studio movies after that. Fortunately, you know, Gary Ratner was very gracious to me, and we did all the rush hours and Red Dragon, and then I did Any Given Sunday. We made a lot of movies, fortunately, with... Uh, with uh, Michael Bell and Andrew Bergman, where we did The Freshman and Chances Are. So I've had a lot of great people, you know, take me under their wing and show me the way. Yeah. Yeah, what's an interesting story from the set of Any Given Sunday? Oh, Any Given Sunday was insane. We had 28 movie stars. We had (laughs) egos. From Anne Margaret to Charleston Heston to Jamie Foxx and on and on and on. And it's, it's like in, I never was in that position. It was exciting, obviously. It was the repeat for the Denver Broncos for Super Bowl. But it was, uh, you know, 
an amazing run for us. Hmm. Yeah, and then uh, I know you did the, the Rush Hour movies, so how did you get hooked up with, with Brett Ratner? How did you get brought into the, the Rush Hour franchise? I knew Brett Ratner since he's eight years old. I used to date his mother. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then he was, going to, he was going to NYU with my daughter years later. And he yep. was always infatuated. You know, Brett as a kid was on the set of Scarface every day. I did not know and that. And then, oh, uh, no, yeah, Brett, Brett was, he was into films before his time. And then fortunately, as we know, you know, so many people paved the way for him. And the kid is brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. And he calls on, as he calls me, Uncle Gianni, as much as he can. And I'm blessed. Yeah, yeah, he's a very talented director. And now what he's doing... With Rat Pack, he got involved with Packer and he, and they're financing the whole fin- they're financing the whole film roster for Warner Brothers. Huh? How's that? That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now this does a pretty good uh, TV work. Uh, now there was a show back in the day, Prison Break. Oh, my God. That was Brett Ronder. He brought me out to Chicago to do the arc. And he directed them. That's why I went. Oh, okay. But but all the years of my life, living in New York, I tried to stay out of prison. So I said to Brett, I said, Brett, are you nuts bringing me out here? Every (laughs) land... We had landed in Chicago, and then they drive us to Joliet Prison, and we stayed in the prison for five days. I said, write uh-huh. me out of the show. Kill me. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's back up a little bit and talk about uh, training. So what kind of uh, training have you had over the years? I've had no training. That's what we laugh about all the time. I've, I've never, I mean, I know everybody. Obviously, I know Strasburg, his daughters, all of them. But, you know, I, I, I see method actors. I know what they are. I mean, whatever you need, and I hope your audience is in tune. Be yeah. who you are, because if a director sees something in you, it's natural. Don't change it. And as I'm saying to you now, I've done 45 movies. I'm about to do two more. Uh-huh. Why? There's something there. The natural is what it's about. The only trainer I have was Brando. Brando coached me on the last scene with Pacino at the end. And he gave me those little tidbits about when he had you the airline ticket. Look down. Make sure there's a ticket. It's like a security blanket. And obviously I read the script. I know I'm going to die. 
But he said, when you're on that screen, you have to have the people believe that you're that afraid. And now you think you're going to leave. So, I mean, I have my, you know, I can't tell you how appreciative I am in life. My only acting teacher was Marlon Brando. My only vocal coach was Frank Sinatra. What else is there to say? You can't, you can't get any higher than that. You can't get any higher than that. And uh, you've worked with uh, John Pilata before, right? Who? Uh, John Pilata. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice guy. Where'd you get that name from? That's interesting. <laughs> I've known John for a while. He's been on the guest uh, several times. Nah, he's a nice guy, man. Great guy. Yes, very, very talented, very talented. So let's talk a little bit about uh, your singing. Your singing. So um, what's the, what do you sing in a typical act? Excuse me? What are you singing in your act, in your in your, in your uh when you say, what I do, I, I take you all the time chronologically through the people I've seen live on stage. Okay. And uh, from Mac and Cole to, you know, I, I grew up in New York City. Uh, Frank right. Costello took me under his wing when I was a teenager. I was in the Copa before I was of age to be in the Copa. Uh-huh. So that's what my show is. Normally I take you to everybody... Every performer from Bennett to Sammy Davis. You know, I was at, at the Sands Hotel in Vegas all my life. Uh-huh. And so, uh, you know, this show I'm doing tomorrow night, actually, is all about Academy Award films that influenced me, like Casablanca, mm-hmm. West Side Story, Paul J, Love Story, and obviously The Godfather. Right. Oh, we sell out. I was at Feinstein's for five years. I've been out in the Cirque for three years. Now, I'm talking about, you know, the majors of the world are the clientele of the Cirque. Jack Welsh, John Cassavetti, Carl Icahn. The people out there in my audience run this country. Okay, yeah, I think you're kind of breaking up again. I think you have to move a little closer to the phone there. Yeah, I'm trying. Okay, good, good. I I want to remind you, I'm at T-Bar at Solo, and this place is happening right now with all young actors and producers. I'm so happy that I can influence them in any way. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Great energy. Sounds like a lot of great energy there. That's that's fantastic. Okay, so um, let's move back in time. So now after you finished the Godfather, you see you had the Godfather Part Two, but then uh, let's see. You, there was even a. Now I did not know this. There was a the Godfather, a novel for television in '77. I I think I missed that one. Which one in 77? 
Yeah, the God. This is the Godfather and novel for television. Is that the adapt the movies for making for miniseries? Look like back in '77. I didn't know about that at all. The Godfather series. Yeah, yeah. Well, according to IMDb, yeah, there, there's something called the Godfather: uh, a novel for television, TV miniseries, 1977. Uh, this is uh, Carlo Ritchie on You know, I don't know where that is. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> the last thing I did yeah. for television was for the History Channel, and uh, we did the you know the making of the Godfather. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've seen I've seen part of that too. So you've done all a lot of the classic TV shows I grew up watching. You had uh, Kojak, oh, uh, The Rockford Files, Rockford Files, all of them, man. Harry Mason, Nicky Spillane. Oh yeah. yeah I did two hundred hours of television, which is insane. Yeah. And I'm not an actor. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you call that off? <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah, yeah. So you got the work with uh, Tully Savalas. Oh, I love Tully. Tully was a great <laughs> guy, man. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. And then in here in the 80s, you have uh, Hunter. That's the show I remember. Oh, yeah, man. Hunter. Uh, oh, how, about, how about the uh, Stillgraves brothers? Remember when we did that pilot up in Canada? Uh, what the hell was the name of that? Oh, geez. Um, great series. Stayed on for a long time. How was the name of that series? Wait, See, what what era? I, 80s? Oh, yeah, the 80s. 80s? Uh, uh, Stephen Canal. Stephen Canal. Oh, Stephen J. Canal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know him. He was a famous producer, and he did uh, he did so many of them. I mean, he had Riptide. This is what Ken Wall. I did Riptide. But with well, Ken Wall. You said, you said my yeah. wild guy. Wild yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. Wild guy, of course. Yeah. Oh, that was fabulous. We did the yeah, arc. That was, that was a great show. Oh, it's a great show. Good show. Yeah, Stephen J. Cannell was very, very prolific. I mean, he had so many shows. Uh, AT and he loved me, man. I did huh? every, every pilot for him. I made a lot of money with this guy. But more so, oh, good work. Yeah. yeah, I think he doesn't really do much for TV anymore. He does mostly, uh, I think he does like novels now. Well, he was always a writer, but now I think he's just retired. He's got so much money. God bless oh. him. Yeah, that's the same. I mean, he was just so prolific for a while. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's the same. that I think I even saw him acting in a couple of things. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So you mentioned that you have a couple of uh, movies coming up. What you got coming up? Well, I got. Uh, I'm. I was just told today that Johnny Depp accepted the Whitey Bulger project with Cross Creek, and they called me to 
play a part in Boston. So I'm going to go up and do that because I'm trying to get Johnny Depp to play me in my project with uh, Brett and uh, David O. Russell. Yeah. So maybe next year we could do that. That's the oh, reason I'm going okay. up, actually. I'll hang out with him for four or five weeks and hopefully convince him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. So that was that was one project. Uh, so what else you got coming up? That's it. We're just, you know, I shouldn't say that's it. I'm going to Dubai uh, May 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. I'll be representing the United States government in the trade show in Liverpool on the 23rd and 24th in London in June. And I'm going on to, uh, to Dublin. I've got so much going on. All I can wish for all the aspiring actors and actors out there, just stay true to the art. Forget all the bullshit and the money. Just do it. Go out there and do it, man. That's all I could say. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, just do good work. I mean, there's so many people that uh, get focused on uh, trying to be famous or trying to make money and these kind of things. And, uh, if it's going to happen, hard. it's going to happen. You're going to be yeah. recognized. Exactly. If they see something there, as you say, they see something there. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Have you done any theater? No, I can't do theater. I've been asked to do so many, <laughs> I mean, eight, eight shows a week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need the money, and that's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Hey, you know, I, I have to compliment you, though. That, that you're supporting. Oh. I like the fact that you're supporting actors. It's really important. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the world, the world is not a reality with all these TV shows. These kids are making this kind of money. They get a Millie Cyrus that totally destroys the image of what it should be. I mean, she has a privilege. Take advantage of it. Don't destroy the image. I don't care what capacity you are in our business, in the media. Be proud of it, man. And cherish it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have an image and it's it's good to uh, support that. And 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 you're influencing young people. So we, we should do this once a month. We should do this once a month from here. Because I love yeah. what you're doing. And, uh, you know, I thank you for your time. And anybody that's listening, thank you. It's all good. Oh, absolutely. 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 Uh, okay, William, I love yeah. you. God bless you. God bless everybody okay. out there. And uh, let's do it, all right? Okay. We'll definitely, I, we'll definitely uh, do this again. Well, thank I, you so thank much you. for uh, being a guest. I please. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. 
And my dear listeners, let me leave you with this profound thought to stay hungry, be cool, do something for your career every day, and break a leg. Good night.